I've set up so many businesses and corporations and done lots of really exciting things that are very in the corporate world and in the very structure and do side of the world. And so I did a lot of that in my own businesses when I set them up. But it really does brush your soul in the end. If you're just following steps or you're just doing what people think you should do, then it gets very squashed and you end up not wanting to be alive. You end up wanting to burn your business down. And if I was going to actually stick around on this planet, that actually I had to incorporate my soul and what I wanted to do. And then once I did that, things got really juicy for me. It was just ridiculous that when you actually go, do you know what? I'm just going to be me and all of me, that it actually gets good. Hi, guys, and welcome. In this episode, I'm so excited to introduce Michelle Clark from Empowerment Empires. Michelle is an amazing coach and business mentor, and she's my coach. She is all about meshing the woo with the do. So she's very spiritual, but she also loves having the business structures and systems that go with that. So it's really exciting to dive into that with her in this episode. This is actually a two-part, and in the second episode featuring Michelle, she takes us on a beautiful energetic clearing, which is one of her absolute gifts. I'm really excited to chat with her. She's just such a gem of a human being. So let's dive in. Welcome, Michelle. I'm so excited to have you on the Stepping Into Purpose podcast. Michelle Clark is my wonderful mentor, coach, and I'm delighted that she's come on the podcast today. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. You've got an amazing business, which is just everything that I'm about, which is bringing the spiritual with the real business strategies and merging them together so we can have an amazing aligned business. So I'd love to let our listeners hear about what you do. Okay, well, I'm an eclectic mix of so many things, as you know, Lydia. I really mesh, I guess my specialty is meshing the woo with the do. And I do that because that's where, where I used to struggle. So I'm a very, very spiritual person. I, I was born psychic and it just never went away. I mean, we're actually all born psychic anyway. That's why it's so easy to teach people how to tap back into soul because we all have the connection. It's just most people lose it and I just never did. And I didn't even realize that it wasn't normal until I started talking to my friends at kindy about it and they all thought I was crazy. So I learned very early on that it wasn't normal. So I dialed it down. And I went off and I did lots of other things and I mean, you you know me, like I've got an education degree and I've got an MBA and I've set up so many businesses and corporations and done lots of really exciting things that are very in the corporate world and in the very structure and do side of the world. And so I did a lot of that in my own businesses when I set them up, but it really does crush your soul in the end. If you're just following steps or you're just doing what people think you should do, then it gets very squashed and you end up not wanting to be alive, you end up wanting to burn your business down. And I eventually got to a, you know, if this, (laughs) if this is moment, as everybody else does, and realized that if I was going to actually stick around on this planet, that actually I had to incorporate my soul and what I wanted to do. And then once I did that, things got really juicy for me. I made lots of money, everything, you know, I mean, I was always making money. I've never not made money in my businesses. I don't have a rags to riches story. I always made money, but I made like triple, quadruple, 10 times the amount of money. It was just ridiculous that when you actually go, do you know what? I'm just going to be me and all of me, that it actually gets good. But what I did notice that when I brought my spiritual and my my doing or my corporate or my MBA kind of knowledge together that no one else was doing, that I started to notice. Because when you do things for yourself, you start to notice, don't you? Like if you want to buy a yellow Aldi, you start seeing yellow Aldis everywhere. 
<laughs> so I noticed all these beautiful spiritual women with amazing things to offer the world scrambling around not making any money because yeah. they didn't know how to, how to ask for the sale. They didn't know how to set up a sales funnel. They were scared of building a website so they'd pay someone, you know, $10,000 and get a really crappy website that didn't even work for them because they didn't know anything in the background of it or what to ask for. And it really started hurting me. I was like, this is not good enough. Like these women are here to change the world and they're not able to do it because they're afraid of the systems or they think that people that do systems have no spiritual side. And most of that's true. If you look at the help that you can get out there for sales funnels or marketing or whatever else, it's not very spiritual, is it? It feels creepy and yucky. So then we don't want to do it. Yeah. I think it's getting better that a lot of these big businesses are getting a bit more aligned, I think, and things are going a bit more that way. But it's probably from the lead of people like you that are merging the two. And I think the world is so ready for this change and for the spiritual side to come out. And that's why a lot of people like myself are waking up to this. I've been very spiritual as well, but I've kept it hidden for so long. It's like you with the, the kids at kindy, you know, oh, this is weird. People will think I'm strange if I do this sort of thing. But now, Because people like you are out there in the world, visible, it gives me permission to be the same. And and that's what we all need. Everyone seems to be waking up. And I think a lot of the softwares are starting to see that. And there's ones which are a bit more friendly to, you know, entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs who are doing this sort of more spiritual side of things. But nothing like you. And I'm so grateful to you who are merging the two and teaching us to do the same. Because a lot of us, I mean, my husband is a lot more practical and strategic and he calls me quite fluffy and that's his new name, that I'm fluffy because I am quite ethereal in some ways, you know, and and I kind of am in the spiritual. I've never been that grounded. So I know that I really need to merge these two parts to grow my business as well and it's it's so needed. And sometimes it's about owning all parts of ourselves like you can be fluffy and serious make a shit ton of money and be sexy all at the same time you know just because you're fluffy doesn't mean you're not good at making money and just because you're sensible and structured doesn't mean you can't be fun like we need to really integrate and accept every single part of ourselves yeah And it's not just one or the other, because we do all have such varied parts of ourselves and it's embracing each part. Because sometimes we go, okay, I'm spiritual, this is what I claim, but then you sort of push the other parts away. But really, I think we need all those different pieces in our lives. So it's embracing them and seeing that they benefit us. And I think a lot of the time we look at other women that are making money in the spiritual space, you know, they're really getting their work out there. Actually, we need to talk about money and spiritualism as well. But (laughs) you see women in the the space and they're actually making money from their spiritualism and you're like, but they can show up and just be fluffy or whatever other word you want to call it and they're making money. But what you're not seeing is their structures and their systems in the background. You must have the container of the structures and the systems in order for your business to grow. Because if you don't have the structures and the container or the right systems and the right methods, then When you go to make money, when you actually get those clients, your whole business falls over, you get stressed out, and the universe is like, well, we won't send you anymore, Michelle, because we can see that you're so stressed out, so, you know, we just won't bring them to you. So you need the container first. 
have the container and then go out there and do your beautiful stuff in the space where everyone can see you but have the structures and the systems in the background yeah because otherwise it's overwhelming that's right and early on in my business in a different sort of iteration I was selling products and I remember when these sales started to come through I panicked and thought oh my gosh am I going to be able to cope with that and I was, it was such a vibration that I put out there like ah no so I think the universe kind of heard that and went oh okay sorry this is the wrong thing to do and I think that really had an impact it was fear it was really fear of making money and thinking oh god I might not be able to cope with it so that's where the systems and the belief in yourself really comes into it so exactly. talking of systems I mean I think a lot of us in the spiritual and entrepreneurial world have freedom as our core value. I know it's certainly mine and it sort of motivates everything I do. And with that, there's a real sort of pushback on the systems and the structures. I know that routines and systems have always been really distasteful for me. But I think when I actually embrace them, You've taught me this too. When I actually embrace them, it gives back the freedom because it reduces the decision fatigue. It reduces that overwhelm because you know what you're doing and you're not thinking, oh, I have to do all this. You know, you're actually just eating the elephant one bite at a time, you know. So I think it's so important. It really is. And that's the number one thing that I see women in business let go of everything and they stop making money and they don't push it forward because of overwhelm like it is the biggest thing and the structures and systems do give you total freedom not only so that you know that you've got time to do everything that you want to do and not just so that you're organized but also so that you feel comfortable and growing if you don't feel comfortable growing then you're not going to like in the business acceleration club that I run a couple of times a year it's a six-month program We've just done the annual strategic plans, as you know, Lydia, and that's all it does. Like it just creates a plan so you know exactly what you've got to do, when you're going to do it, and it gives you the structure to to lean back on. And I think doing that with someone else in a group and with a coaching mentor is that they can indicate to you what is too much. I mean, it was quite interesting because I've been in your group and, you know, when I do it, you say, oh, no, no, that's too much. I'm like, really? But this little piece stretched out over a whole week. You know, what can I do with that? I sort of pile too much on my plate and I wonder why I get overwhelmed and think I have a a problem with time because I think I expect too much myself. So it's, it's really, yeah, it's an interesting one for me. It's just pulling back what what I need to do I think the really funny thing is because I mean I'm a doer like I'm a task completer even if I'm reading a book and I hate it I will read it to the end like (laughs) like I can't complete a task right (laughs) but we we do too much and what I learned over the years is that by doing less you actually achieve more and that really ties into freedom because I was thinking about it actually before I come on to this podcast with you I was thinking you know what what were you doing 10 years ago Michelle like how far have you shifted in in 10 years Mm -hmm. 10 years ago I was deep in in corporate land and I was working you know 18 hour days like regularly so it was just ridiculous and then I thought okay what were you doing five years ago yep I was working for myself again because I worked for myself and then I did corporate for a while and then worked for myself again I was working for myself but I was still pulling you know like 12 or 14 hour days and for what? Like I'm probably making 
five times as much now as what I was five years ago. <laughs> That's funny. I guess I would, right? Because you <laughs> increase it by one times every year. So five times as much as I was five years ago, and I'm working two hours a day if I'm lucky. Wow. So from 14-hour days to two-hour days and making five times the amount of money, it can be done. And I, if you told me that five years ago, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have said to you, you make money through hard work and hustle. Yeah. Because that's exactly what my parents taught me. You want to make more money, Michelle, work harder. So I did. I worked really, really hard and I made lots of money, but I burnt myself out. I didn't have time for my family and I didn't have time for pleasure. So I didn't want to be alive. Yeah. I didn't want to be alive because I was like, is, is this all there is? I get yeah. to work 14 other days and then have a squabble with my husband because I've gone home and he hasn't helped with the housework. Or, yeah. You know, like it really is that all there is to my life. Yeah. So when I worked less, when you work less hours, you do the stuff that's really important and you don't worry about the rest. Yes. And, I mean, something which really stuck with me, which you talked about, was just about being in the vibration of having fun, enjoying yourself. And we all know how when you're not focused on the doing, we're not trying to do the thing, that's when the ideas come, like when you're in the shower. But you really emphasize, just do what lights you up. Go have a swim. Go for a beautiful walk. And that's when you suddenly get those aligned ideas and you go back, you do it, it pours out of you, you get it out there, and that's the thing which has that beautiful vibration which brings in the clients or brings in the goodness which you're looking for. So that's really stuck with me. And sometimes we have to remember that when you've got a time commitment or something, we kind of forget it, and I'm quite bad for staying up half the night to get things done and sometimes with kids and families and stuff sometimes that's the only time I can be uninterrupted but really the really juicy ideas just flow out of me when I'm having a good time so I love that exactly I mean you can sit at your desk and work for five hours not feeling great about it and clunking through it or you can work really concentrated and enjoy for one hour I know which one I'd choose yeah yeah, and that's that's the goal. But I think so many of us have that inbuilt, you know, value system of hard work. Don't be a slacker. I think it's partly sort of our generation as well, perhaps. Like my parents really valued hard work and not slacking around. My mother was constantly busy. I mean, she worked, but she'd never not be doing anything. Even if she was watching TV, she'd be doing some prints because she's an artist, she'd be doing something or folding the clothes. She's a total multitasker. And so I always used to have this thing about not being a slacker, you know, not just lying around doing nothing. I sort of had to feel like I was always doing. So I think so many women have that in them. You've talked about having the bubble bath, drinking champagne in the middle of the day and your mother going, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you, how are you going to make money doing this? But then you do because you're feeling good. You go out there, you do it, an hour's work, and that's where all the juice comes in. Yeah, it does. And, I mean, ask yourself this question. Like, if you close your eyes and imagine, you know, your your home space and your living room and your husband is relaxing watching sport and your kids are, I don't know, on their iPads or they're outside playing or whatever else they're doing, what is it that you're normally doing? Are you in the kitchen getting dinner ready? Are you on your phone answering work emails? Like, is everyone else relaxing, but you're not? Yeah, definitely. And to be honest, I'm not 
passive about that anymore. I get kind of annoyed that, well, why do I have to be doing all of this? You know, you're sitting around doing this and that. And it's always us doing all the things. So I'm not blind to it anymore. I really see that. And interestingly enough, since we've just moved to a new country and so my husband's not going to a job at the moment and it's given me so much more space because he can see what I'm doing. So I'm I'm sort of saying, look, you can drop the kids off at school. You can do this. You can do that because it needs to be balanced more equally. And it's given me a lot of space. So I've really accelerated in some areas because now I've got the bandwidth to do that. You know, we don't realize how much these extra things are holding us back, these extra tasks, which are just expected of us, you know. Even the brain space. I mean, like for me, you know, when you're going out for a walk, you said, you know, you get those great ideas. Well, that requires bandwidth. That requires actual space in your in your brain to be thinking. And if you're constantly the one busy running around doing the day-to-day things, then you don't have the space. Yeah. Yeah, you really don't. And you start forgetting things and I'd start thinking, oh, God, how can I be forgetting this stuff all the time? Um, you know, just because we've got all the little things with our kids at school and this is due on that day and, you know, just so many things. And sometimes, I mean, my husband had quite a challenging job, but he'd, you know, get up, have his breakfast, drive to work by himself, do his job and then drive home. And that was sort of it, you know, whereas we're kind of doing everything often as women. It's, it's the mental load, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. Who, yeah. who plans the holidays, who books the doctor's appointments, who thinks about what you're going to have for dinner, so therefore thinks about what needs to go on to the grocery list, you know. Yeah. It's the mental load gets gets exhausting and it is time to share that. Yeah, it really is. And that's why I'm really enjoying at the moment that it is more shared with him not working. So, yeah, he'll need to hold on to that and yeah, to share the load equally. And then, and then Lydia, it comes to boundaries. <laughs> so once, yeah. once, once, you know, once it's in your mind and you're clear about what's going on, you're no longer blind to the fact. And then, then it's about creating boundaries. So yeah. I'm not available for that right now because I'm planning my business in my head. Sit down yeah. on the couch and I think while someone else gets up and does something like practice it. Yeah, that's right. Because we, kind of put ourselves last so much don't we which we shouldn't but you know your kids come and want something and you give that to them and you're just pulled in so many directions as a a woman I think and a mother that yeah it can be really hard but this work is important we're putting it out there to the world so we really have to treat it and ourselves as a priority so I know you have business acceleration club which really help set up these practical solutions and strategies and systems, which I can highly recommend. But you also have another program, a membership program, don't you? Tell us a little bit about that. (laughs) That's Elevate. And, you know, you'd asked me to do some kind of energetic thing at the end. And it came to me just when we were talking just before, I'm going to do a guilt release for for an energetic thing. Yeah, so I am connected to to soul as all of you are, but my connection is really strong because it never went away and it, it gets used a lot. So it's like any channel of communication, you know, mine's really thick and strong because I use it all the time. And I access quite galactic type energy. And that won't be unusual to people now. Like in the last two years, like you say, things have shifted in the last two years. It's because part of the the clouding has been removed from us and we're actually getting access to all of the energies that have always been coming into earth, but we just haven't necessarily been feeling them. Mm-hmm. That's why now the world is finally ready for businesses like ours. That's why women are, are going to shine. Like they already have in the last 
I'd say even just six months. Have you noticed the shifts in the last six months that things have just gotten so much easier and that they're going to continue to get easier? But I digress. (laughs) You asked me about Elevate. Elevate is a membership where I deliver energetic trainings that get downloaded to me from, from other places for you guys. And they're always clearings or they're psychic surgeries or they're healing witch wounds or they're releasing past traumas. But it's always something to keep our energy channels clear. When our energy channels are clear, then we're able to receive messages from soul that we can use to grow our businesses, that we can use to live in a line life. But it's about being clear. Like if I'm having this yummy cup of coffee, it's because I've drunk my cleansing tea first and now I get the coffee. If I still had my cleansing tea in here, I couldn't then tip in my coffee because there just wouldn't be room for it. So there's no room inside of you for more messages and fresh energy unless you release the old energy, get rid of daggers and cords and stuckness and even collective thoughts and stuckness and daggers. We need to be getting rid of all of it so that we're a clear channel. Yes. And I've been talking with a few friends about that protection. I know that that's part of it as well. It's the clearing, but also getting clear and then you can put some sort of protection because I can see some of my friends who are just beautiful, glowing, radiant beings and there's jealousies there, I think, from people and just sometimes when you shine your light, it'll cast a shadow and that you can be quite open to to people. So I've seen that with a couple of my beautiful friends. So I've been talking about doing some protective work because I think it's really important. And it sounds strange, but I think it's so important to have that. And often we're not even aware of it. Only in the last year or so, I've been aware that I need to do that for myself. And now it's a daily ritual and it makes all the difference. And even if you're not feeling it, it is making a massive difference. But once you actually really get used to energy, you will notice that it makes a massive difference. You know how sometimes you wobble out of control and you really don't know why? But then you look back and you're like, oh, it's because I had too much on my plate. Or, oh, yeah, that overwhelm. Or that person triggered that core wound in me. Well, that's kind of what energy work is like. Like if you look back at it after doing it, you're like, yeah, I can see why now that I've had that cleansed off me that I feel a lot better and I can understand why I wasn't feeling any better. But even if you don't feel it, it's still important to clean. Like your teeth might feel clean when you wake up. They might not feel like they've got too much tartar, but you're still going to clean them, right? Because if you don't clean them, the tartar is going to build up. Well, it's the same with the energy. You need to be constantly cleaning it so it doesn't build up. And I think that's the key, isn't it? Once we start treating our energetic body like we do our physical body, that's when the world will really change, you know, like, meditating is like a shower for your energetic body and to do it every day just to cleanse that build up is so important so I think that's what's coming next in the world people are shifting towards that it's probably still got a bit of time but having people like you in the world to help awaken us to it is is so amazing also to show you that you can be spiritual woo-woo crazy and also sensible and making a lot of money like just because you're spiritual doesn't mean you're a flake and just because you're making money doesn't make you a hard ass, right? You, you get to just be you without judgment. Yeah, because money is just neutral and so many of us have had this build-up of, you know, that have to be a rich wanker if you're making money and that's really been ingrained in so many of us, myself, for a long totally. time. And Oh, but how can you sell your spiritual gifts? You know, it's, yeah. it's a gift. Listen, the universe wants you making money. Money money is just an energy expander. Same with alcohol. When a depressed person drinks, they become depressed. When a crazy, funny, laughy person drinks, they get crazy and loud and, and annoying, right? Like it just expands you. Money is exactly the same. 
And for people that are like, oh, you know, money, 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 oh, it's terrible and, you know, rich people are terrible and they're assholes, well, I challenge you to think about this. Think about the poorest people that you know personally in your circles, you know, the people with the least amount of money that you've ever met in your life. Are some of them assholes? Are some people without much money that you know of or know personally, are they assholes? Some are. Yeah, some are. <laughs> now, when you think about wealthy people or people that make more than you that you've known or, or still know, are some of them beautiful, delicious people? Yeah. Most of them I know actually are. So it's interesting that we have this belief system. I think when we learn things as children, they just, they hold so much power. And then when we analyze them as adults, we go, no, where did I get that belief from? And we really have to consciously cast it aside. And we must get you on again to really go deep into this. Let's talk about money in a whole other session because it's really important. Because a fear of making money will hold you back from bringing your gifts into the world. And the world needs what you've got, you know, like they really, truly need what you've got. So you just can't not bring it. Yeah. Oh, I so agree. Wasn't that so good? Michelle is just so magic and you'll really get a feel for it when you tune into the next episode where we go deep into an energetic meditation. I'll see you there.